Fourth down. Have to get to the nine for a first down. Minshew in the gun. He's back. He steps up. He is hit. He is floating it for the end zone, and it is incomplete. He was looking for A.J. Brown. He took a hit. He did everything he could, and he walked slowly off the field as the Cowboys are going to have they're going to win this game, and the Eagles are going to have to wait another week to clinch their first seed. Oh, damn. Welcome back to Sports Radio 94 WIP. We are at Chickies and Pete's in South Philly. It is the Chickies and Pete's Players Lounge. I am your host, Ike Reese. My co-host is here as he's with me every week, Mr. Elliot Shore Parks. What up? What's up, what DSP? Well, it's only happened two other times. No, it's only happened one other time yeah, this year. it's only the second time, yeah. That I've not been able to yell victory today. Uh, I will say... Uh, as disappointed as it was today to start the Marks and Reese show off without a victory, my uh, vocal cords are okay with yeah, missing one week. Give, give your lungs a break for uh, <laughs> for one week. You might not get another chance, so you know. Oh, stop! No, it, I'm man. saying another chance to skip a week is what okay, I'm saying. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I might not get another chance. No, no I, I think you'll be yelling victory a few more times. Okay. Uh, before the season's up. All right. So before we get to next week's uh, big game against the New Orleans Saints, Saturday evening. Christmas Eve, oh man! I tell you, Elliot, I'm not I'm not surprised that they lost the game because it wasn't one of those games where you say this is a lock that the Eagles are going to win. Right. I'm more surprised at how the defense played Saturday night. I thought Gardner Minshew wouldn't have a problem operating the offense. It would certainly look look different than what Jalen Hurts does when he's out there. But Gardner Minshew has started enough games, and he's had enough individual success with this talent that's surrounding him. I thought he could put on a good showing, and he did. He put up 27 points, could have very easily. I mean, they could have scored on that first drive. Should have scored on that first drive a touchdown, but they didn't. So they could have put up 30 on the offense to give the defense credit for the six plus the extra point they put up for us with Josh Sweat. But just I, I, I walk away from the game saying to myself, that's a one-off. Has to be. Because I trust this defense, but, man, my trust was shaken a little bit Saturday night. Yeah, it's interesting because you look at the defense. They did score a touchdown. Um, you know, they had him in a third and 30, which I'm sure has been talked about quite a bit. Oh, my God. <laughs> on this I think we discussed that a few times. Yeah, today. yeah. I think Darius was discussing it a little bit, too, to the, uh, to the media. But, no, I mean, I think there's a lot of positives you take away from that game. Uh my overarching kind of thought with it, though, is it's funny. Last week when I was on with you guys on Tuesday, I was like, just sit all the starters. The one seed's going to be here, no problem. But I'm not going to lie. After they lost that game, I think I probably took for granted a little bit that you have to win that one more game because they were so close to just wrapping it up on Sunday. And I think that's the most frustrating part. I don't think there's any long-term concerns you take from that game where you say, okay, in the playoffs, this could be a major problem. I mean, you mentioned the defense. Dak has, certainly, uh, Dak has certainly played well against Jonathan Gannon's defense in the past. But I think the most frustrating thing about it is they, might, they shouldn't have to play their starters this, this Sunday. They, they, that, that game was there to be had. And then, you know, the Lane news comes out today. The Avante news Avante comes news, out. Yeah. Jalen's hurt. And it just makes you realize when you have so many special players on the roster, each week they have to risk their body, their body it really matters. So 
for that game to be right there. I mean, they were leading after the first quarter, the second quarter, the third quarter. They were up 10 nothing, 27-17. I mean, they, for all the flaws, they had that game there to be won. And they lost it at the end, and that's upsetting. But I don't think long-term there were any major flaws I saw that will hurt them in the playoffs. It's really just the injuries. Yeah, and, and one of the issues is the secondary, right? We've been banged up in the secondary. And I think when you have... When you have guys in and out of the lineup, it's hard to build chemistry, familiarity, sort of knowing how a guy is going to play a certain defense, yeah. how he likes to play certain coverage. And that's what you saw, too. You saw a lot of breakdowns. The third and 30, that was a misplay by Scott. The long touchdown to CeeDee Lamb, it looked like that was a miscommunication in the secondary. And I think that's what, on one hand, you, you look at it and go, that's bad. You can't have that. On the other hand, it's not something that's been happening with this team week after week, right? Well, I think they've been healthy. Yeah, well, that, that's part of it. Hey, but I mean, I also just think the defense as a whole this year has not, uh, you know, shot themselves in the foot a lot. I think they've been a well-coached unit. So I don't expect those mental errors to continue. But, you know, if Avante's out, Gardner Johnson will be coming back in. What role will he have? We'll find out whether he'll be the nickel or the safety. So there are a lot of moving parts in that secondary that there were not, you know, for the first eight weeks of the season. I got to tell you, um, we don't normally do a lot of injury talk, but, you know, coming off that loss, outside of the four turnovers on the offensive side of the ball, uh, the big plays on third down that we gave up yeah. was so much more uncharacteristic. The fourth but, down they gave up? The fourth the, the down slay, they gave up. Slay yeah. was penalized, yeah. Yeah, you had that play. Yeah, T.Y. Hilton again there. Um, and that was a pass interference or yeah. illegal contact down the field. It was the right call, yeah. Yeah, de- de- definitely the right call. Um, the injuries are a concern to me. And Avante Maddox not being out there, uh, it, it, it shuffles everyone. So even when CJ comes back, you know, does he go into the nickel? Okay, now somebody else is going to have to play the safety, or you leave Blankenship back there playing right. safety. I, I, I guess I, I'm okay with that. I'd rather have C.J. Gardner-Johnson at nickel as opposed to safety with Josiah playing nickel. Well, that's a tough thing, too, because when Gardner-Johnson came here, he came here to play safety, right? I mean, yeah. he wasn't getting paid in New Orleans as a nickel, and he plays safety here, which you get paid more for. So there's the part of, you know, if you're Gardner-Johnson, do you want to go line back up at nickel? You've played one position all year. You're about to be a free agent. You haven't played in a few weeks. Coming back into that position, A, his motivation aside, if you're the Eagles, he's practicing that role all year. So you do wonder if coming off a long layoff, if he can jump right, in, right back into being a nickel, but then it comes down to what do you feel better about? Reed Blankenship at safety or Josiah Scott at nickel? And then Kayvon is part of that as well. So th- that's a tough thing about losing Maddox. A, not only do a lot of teams play three wide receiver sets, so you, one of your best corner, corners is not out there anymore, but he was so versatile. He could go back to safety if you wanted. You could run different coverages with him. You could run more man. I know people hate when they play zone in this city, but you can run more man when you have Avante because he's better at man coverage, right? So I think he impacts what you can do in that back seven as well. Yeah, I just, man, this is the one thing that you always felt could derail a promising promising season, and it's injuries. It's the one thing you can't control. If you're out there on the field, you're going 110%. You're playing your hardest. You're not, you're not. It's not like they can go out there and say, okay, let me get 10 plays in, and then I'll get off the field. Especially on that turf, too. Yeah, so I worry about that. They don't take care of business Saturday night. They had opportunities to take care of business Saturday night because Dallas was ripe. 
They were right. Yeah, Dallas tried to give it away. It. Yeah, they, Dak they, literally they, threw it to him at one point. I mean, it, it yeah. was they, that. That's the frustrating part. This should be over. We should yeah. be doing this show tonight talking about, all right, well, they have the one seed locked seed. up. Yep. They, you know, they have some injuries, but they got all this time to, to, to play. I mean, you think about just Saturday night. Lane, Avante, Jordan Davis. A.J. was slow to get up on one play. Like, late in the season, these guys have been playing a lot of snaps. It's just tough to, to avoid injury to a certain extent. So that's a disappointing part about losing that game. And then the Lane thing, I mean, we talked about Avante. Lane's a big loss. I mean, you could argue he's maybe a top five most important player on this roster and mm -hmm. now you don't know in the playoffs if he's going to be there yeah and i can't wait to uh the star of tonight's show he'll be up in like five minutes here we take a quick break we'll get to him when we come back jordan mylotta will be joining us in here tonight he's in the building guys see he got his family with him yeah. it's the holidays hopefully he's in a good mood well he's always in a good mood he's good spirits <laughs> you know what i mean he's always in a good mood yes. so can't wait to talk to jordan mylotta tonight uh about his, uh, his, his tackle mate uh, in Lane Johnson being down, how that affects the offensive line moving forward, how that affects him moving forward. There's been discussion. Do you move Jordan over to the right tackle and let Andre Diller play left tackle, or do you let J uh, Jack Driscoll play right tackle and just keep Jordan at left tackle? Yeah, I mean, now this team, I will say, and I'm sure we'll talk to Jordan about this, with Stoutland University, you would think whatever they do, it'll, it'll go okay. Because Stoutland has shown with those offensive line pieces, he knows how to coach them up. He knows how to get guys ready. This is a team that has shown they don't like to move two parts around instead of just one. Yeah. So that could be it. But the other thing, I think with, with these injuries and with the backup quarterback and the playoffs almost here, I think it's easy to, to look back and go, well, in 2017, this team did it, right? They had injuries at tackle. They had injury, uh, injuries at quarterback. They didn't have a great ending to that season. That's not the path you want to try to emulate. It's possible, but it's just not ideal to have these injuries racking up as, as the playoffs come. All right, that's enough for me and you, Elliot Shore yes. Parks. We'll get the star of the show in here when we come back on the other side. We're at Chiggies and Pete's in South Philly. Come on down, man. We got a little Monday night football to watch. Nikki Six is on the tube tonight. Come on, man. You know Nick Foles is winning tonight. No way Nick Foles loses this game tonight to the Chargers. Go ahead and bet the kids college money on it. <laughs> Look at all the kids at the table like, man, is he crazy? No, no they're not going to bet the college money on it. They already the game spent tonight. that on watching him win the Super Bowl a few years <laughs> ah, ago. There you yeah. go. Jordan Mylotta will join us on the other side right here at Chiggies and Pizza in South Philly. Welcome back, Sports Radio 94 WIP. It is the Chickies and Pete's Players Lounge. We're at Chickies and Pete's South Philly. In South Philly, it's only the number one sports bar in North America. This is where you need to be at such a great night. Uh, it is the holidays. I didn't get a chance to say it earlier. Merry Christmas and happy holidays to everyone that's out there. Hope everybody enjoyed their Christmas yesterday with your families. Great to see all the families here. And Jordan, during the holidays, right, Christmas holidays, we get a lot more kids in because they got the um, – Disney on ice over at the Wells Fargo Center. Oh, they do? Yeah. Damn, I should be there right now. I was going to say, you didn't, you didn't stop over. I got back from Dallas. Just yeah. go right back to uh, so we Wells to Fargo. Totally forgot that was a thing. <laughs> and the kids are out of school, so round of applause for Eagles left tackle Jordan Mylotta in the building. Boom. No, no, big man. <laughs> you know, you'll listen, you'll never get that here. No. Um, Not even after losing to Dallas. They no. still got you, yeah. But, <laughs> oh, my God. And in all seriousness, Rough Jordan. One. Tough game Saturday, but I, I got to be honest with you, and I'm not just saying this because you're here, and I think speaking to a lot of people today, I got the sense that obviously you don't want to lose ever, you know, and we obviously don't like losing to the Dallas Cowboys. Right. But I didn't feel as bad 
about the game coming away from the game. Now, you're a player, so you're obviously going to have different feelings. But just as an observer and as a fan, I, mm-hmm. I said to myself, man, they went down there. They played pretty good football, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Now, you obviously want to take care of the ball. Yep. But just just your thoughts on on the game Saturday, how it played out. It really was an exciting game to watch. Yeah, I think – the close ones always hurt the most because you, you kind of sit back on the plane ride and it, and it feels that much longer, you know, especially when, you, when you're flying across country or across states. Um, so it was, a, it was definitely like, especially immediately after the game, we were all thinking we should have won that game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we didn't win that game because of us. We, we didn't protect the ball and we, we gave them stupid opportunities to put points up, put our defense in a bad situation, you know. And so, like, immediately you just... It's never like it's never like how you how you guys see it as oh you know it's okay that we lost right. never we never say that for sure we never oh, yeah. say that and so it was more just like man it was right there we we, we, we got to clean it up it was right there you know and like almost the whole team was like watching film on the plane yeah like, this is a whole this is like a whole different team that I've been a part of like everyone's just the sense of accountability has just been through the roof of this year. And they pretty much the whole plane was just like, there were like guys who were sharing iPads, watching the film together. It was wow. awesome. It was awesome to see. It just kind of just brought us together. I, I tell you what it says to me. It says to me you guys have raised the level of expectations and mm. standards for yourselves. So, and the fact that you're 13-2 and two after that game, it still wasn't satisfying. It yeah. wasn't, it was unsettling. And, and what I think, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, is that you guys didn't feel like you played to your own standards. Oh, dude, we were sick. Yeah. We were sick. I mean, again, man, we, we, there's there's so many plays that we just left out there as an offense, and, um, you know, we, we're never satisfied. Never. Never satisfied. So, yeah, this one was a, was a tough pill to swallow, boys. Yeah, it's interesting, too, because, I mean, obviously it was only the second time you lost all year. Even watching that game, I was almost in disbelief when it ended that you actually lost because you've seen you guys win <laughs> yeah, exactly. so many close games. Like when that ball hit the ground in Dallas in, in the end zone, I'm like, well, there's got to be another down or something. You guys have been so good at the end of games. You talked about the mood on the plane. What was Sirianni's message to you guys in the locker room uh, after the game? Just gotta, we got to look at the tape and clean the film up, <clears throat> you know. Double down on the process again. Mm-hmm. And it's what we always do after, especially after, like, tough, tough uh, losses. Like, the, after Washington, we doubled down again. We went back to, you know, just ball security, making sure the ball security drills are uh, perfect. And even then, and then watching film, scout reports, you know, all that stuff, all that fun stuff that, uh, <laughs> you know, the public don't really know about. But one, yeah, just uh, doubling down on that. One difference, obviously, in the offense this week is there was a different quarterback. Gar- Gardner was back there. Um, what was it like playing with him? Uh, I know you played with him last year, but this is your first time this year playing with him. Just in terms of blocking with, blocking for him, his attitude in the huddle, that type of stuff. What was it like playing a full game with him? Yeah, uh, I think I think it's fair to say that he's got uh, a much more louder louder personality yes. than, than Jalen. <laughs> yes. that's for sure. Uh, we can start with hairstyle too, you know. So uh, like hairstyle, it's just, that, that, it's just two different yeah. you know personalities when you look at the the QB room. Um, one's very reserved and very you know monotone kind of guy, and then the other one's out there. And so <laughs> Gardner just doing his Minshew things, I guess. You know, just bringing the energy all day, every day. Um, and even after every drive, you know, if there was a turnover or not, he'd come over to still have the energy. Guys, we're still in this. You know, I'll get the ball out quicker. Or, yep. You know, da da da. His sense of accountability was very high with uh, with uh, with Minshew. So he's awesome. I, 
I remember there was a, a moment in the Giants' loss last year. Sirianni's talked about this, where Hertz had an interception. You went over, you put your hand on his back to console him. I think I noticed after Miles had his fumble uh, this past week, you talking to him um, on the field. I think you even put you know your hand on his back as well. There were some uncharacteristic mistakes from the offense. Uh, w- what'd you say to Miles in, in that moment? Um, and I guess overall since you know that fumble, I said it's okay. We'll get it back. So defense is going to get it back, and then mm-hmm. you're going to go down the score. So it's nice okay. and simple. Nice and simple. It's like, hey, it's done. <clears throat> we got to move on. I got to be honest. I said, there's still some time left. I said, there's still yeah. time. It's, it's not over till it's over. That's what I yep. kept telling you. That was crazy. It's not over till it's when over. When that happened, it felt like the game was over, and then you look up, and you guys got it back with, I think, like a minute yeah. 40 or something. That's what I'm saying, man. So. And, move, and move the ball down the field with, with uh, relative ease on that final drive, which is why I thought, I'm yeah. like, they're going to win this game. Yeah. Like, they're going to go down oh, here and win this too, game. Man. Yeah. We thought it, too. Right down to the last play. Yeah. We thought, man, we were in the huddle like, this is it. Got to have it. And everybody was on the same page. Yeah. The first, that first drive, uh, you guys came out, moved the ball down the field. It didn't, it didn't seem like the offense missed a beat. I know it got done a little bit differently than when having Jalen out there. And I'm really, really speaking to uh, the overall unit. Uh, the first 15 plays, the scheme, it really looked like you guys had a, a nice offensive game plan designed. Did you realize – I don't – they didn't punt at all in the game. No. Yeah, somebody said I that feel like Brett Kern has barely worked since they didn't punt at all in the game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is, I think I've seen him like twice. Isn't, isn't that great? Like, if you can be yeah. in the offense, first of all, they go for it on fourth down yeah. the majority of the time. So, yeah. and, and you got a good offense. Mm-hmm. So, the punter doesn't get a, a ton of work. And I, I don't think I realized that to today somebody had brought it up. Like, yeah, they didn't punt the ball at all the entire game. And that lets you know. How much the offense was moving the ball Saturday night? Oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's cool. I, mean, I like you know, that. It's great. I mean, we didn't even notice that we weren't punting. Right. To be yeah. honest, like, that was just a, a thing that we were just like, oh. A lot of okay. big plays. Is it a little different having now Gardner operated from the pocket a lot? You know, you know, mm-hmm. Jalen can extend plays with his legs. Oh yeah. He's also a part of the running game. That part wasn't there. I'm just wondering from uh, a tackle's perspective, <laughs> blocking, right? It's a little different. What's that yeah. like for you uh, with the difference between right. Gardner and Jalen back there? Oh, let me tell you something, man. They both run different. <laughs> <laughs> throw it. <laughs> you throw it. He's coming. Yeah. He's coming to get you. Throw yeah. it. Yeah. Did, did, did it seem like Dallas did like anything more? Because I, I brought this up last week. I'm yeah. like, if you got Gardner back there and uh-huh. you know he's not going to run as much, do they bring extra pressure? Do they bring extra blitzes? Did you, did you notice any of that? Um, I mean, they had like an all end package. Okay. That was kind of different. Like a, like a NASCAR package where you have all yeah, speed well, guys out there. Yeah, it was just all speed guys out yeah. there, you know, and they, they run a ton of games from that. That's what okay. we saw on the film. So that was, that was really different from all the other teams that we've played. Okay. You know, they really prioritize the speed up front and – they have, they have that room to do that. They, they're able I, to have, the, have that kind of package. I, I, I didn't hear from number 11 all that often. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, he's, I, good. He's, good. he's a good player, man. You know what? One, one thing I noticed, he, he made sure he came up to talk to you after the game. <laughs> well, man, we, we had a, good, a, a little yawn at the end. I, and I actually, yawn. do you appreciate that? appreciate that, man. Yeah, because from the outside, now, it's a video. I don't know if you've seen the clip of it. It's I, a, I just saw it. You saw it? Okay. Yeah. So it, it seems to me. I don't know if he's sincere. He seems sincere about it, but he wanted you guys to know 
that he wasn't trying to disrespect Jalen. Yeah, or anything. yeah, he said that. And it's rare that you see a, an opposing player come up and do that, especially in a rivalry. Mm. Um, so, I, I listen. I'm surprised. We're, we're not Michael Parson fans around here, but I, listen, I'll, I'll give him credit where credit is due. I, I, I thought that was man. Uh, it was being a man by coming up and at least coming to at least talk to you and say, you know what, that's not what I meant. Yeah, I mean, I told him too. I was like, look. I didn't, I didn't, uh, all I meant was, hey, just focus on your game. Yeah. That was it. He's like, yeah, I get it. I was like, you know how the media, stir the pot for this game right quick. now, yeah. man. So they're trying to fuel the fire. And I was like, yeah. hey, let them do that. We take care of business on the field. Mm-hmm. He's That's like, cool. hey, Micah, there's this guy named Ike back in Philly, man. He's been talking about it 24-7. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're up, they up there. They're up there talking um, about it. One question I did have, uh, obviously, just not just blocking for different quarterbacks, but the running game. Jalen put so much pressure on the opposing defense with you know the RPOs and stuff. How was run blocking different this week without Jalen? Was there much of a difference, or did you notice they defended it differently? Yeah, I felt like they um, they weren't really respecting uh, Gardner's ability no. to run. <laughs> so you know they were just you know there was no spy. Right. Mm-hmm. I think the first time we played them, they played a spy a couple times, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it's just kind of different. It's just a very different. Uh, D-line this time, just move, moving up front. Um, that's always tough when you're trying to exec- execute combo blocks with your fellow O-linemen. So uh, they did a good job uh, of, of changing it up this time because, yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to say, I mean, this is the second time you've played. <laughs> it's the second time you've played. I mean, it potentially could be a third time. Um, just how advantageous. <laughs> yeah, well. Good revenge game. Uh, how advantageous is it now to have seen them twice, two different quarterbacks, different line packages? How prepared do you feel you would be for a third matchup? I mean, we, we went over the film today. We, we were already talking about ways because we're going to see them again. We know that. Mm-hmm. We're already thinking about ways of, of you know, corrections. We already made corrections and trying to build a game plan for the next time we see them. Um, but, you know, that was just we, – we spent literally like half an hour just talking about the game. and. Wow. Stuff, stuff to uh, really incorporate next time when, when we do see them next. Cause we, we know we're going to see them. I mean, look, the way the seating's setting up, yeah. So they're the, yeah, the way it's setting up, it's going to It looks like it them. would be them, yeah. And so, you know, we spent half an hour, and then after that half an hour was done, moved on. Moved on. Yeah. That was it. Well, the one thing coming out of that game that I did sort of feel a little empty about is the health of players, right? So anytime you lose players – it's always a big deal, and it's late in the year, and you guys are in such a great position. You want to make sure you get to the postseason as healthy as possible. Lost a couple guys. Uh, Vontae lost him at the air came back. It's great to get Dallas Goddard back out there. Mm-hmm. So it's great, it's great seeing him. And then Lane, man. Oh, you man. Know, he, we, we know how important Lane is on that offense. Um, um, how – How's the big fella doing? You had a chance to talk to him. Is he in good spirits? He's, he's in good spirits, but I, I uh, that was, yeah. That's a really, tough injury, man. That's a tough injury. I don't how long he's, he's out for. Right. I, I mean, I've been spending my day with my family. Mm-hmm. My family's here for Christmas. So nice. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah good little shout out to them. Mom and dad's Mom over and dad's there. over here. My brother's here. Now, is that, is that, one of them play right your, tackle? Is that your older or brother or younger brother? That's my younger brother. Your younger brother. Okay. Okay. Is he going to play football, too? He doesn't nah. play football. <laughs> no. Play football. Rugby? He said it's not a manly sport. No, I'm, just playing, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. But when, when, when somebody as important as Lane yeah. does go down, how does that sort of impact everyone else? I know everybody's wondering how it's going to affect you and what you're going to do. I know you guys haven't even gotten into that part as far as next week's game plan. And I would imagine, I said this earlier, right. I said you're talking about one of the best – if not the best left tackle in football, 
Uh, I don't know if you can move him. He's great where he's at. Uh, now, listen, you're right there. You should have been in the Pro Bowl. That's how we get you to keep yeah, coming he, back. You should have been yeah. in the Pro Bowl. Try to go to the Super Bowl, man. No, I know, I know, I know it. And, and, and that's the bowl game that you want. But not having a guy like Lane out there in the huddle, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, it's tough. So, it's yeah. going to be tough, man. It's going to be tough, man. He, he's, he's the best right tackle uh, in the game yes. for years. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, I, love, I love Lane like a big brother. He's awesome. He's going to be a, a tremendous loss, but – yeah, I don't. I don't know where we go from now. To be honest, yeah, that, that's that's just something that's out of my power. Um, I don't, you know, make those calls. Stoutland, you. Stoutland, you. <laughs> I don't even know if Stout makes those calls. No, yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny when we throw out Stoutland University, it's, it's it's sort of how we describe the whole offensive line. Yeah. yeah. So it's basically talking about your your O line yeah. group. Yeah. That's my that's my that's my crew right there, man. So, you know, we always talk about being the next man up. Um, and so I, I guess that would be the next process of, yeah, you know, this uh, situation we're in. You know. So uh, Nick Sirianni was asked today about potentially moving you around, and I know you would do whatever the team asks because you've done it before. You have you have moved to the different side. So mm-hmm. I won't even ask if you'd be willing to. I guess my que- <laughs> <laughs> my my question would be just the continuity because I think sometimes when people go, well, if you move him here, well, that involves moving multiple pieces around right. that offensive line then. How important is, I guess, the continuity of, of staying on one side as opposed to moving two, three pieces around, especially this late in the year? Great. I've got two examples. The 2020 season when we had the league high of yeah. uh, 15. Was it 15, oh, 14? Yeah. 15, 15 different 15 offensive lines. Different I think it was the most line. in the league. Yeah. yeah. You know, yep. and you saw how regular then. It was just really important. Yeah. It's really important to have that continuity. And you look at this year where we've had up until now, mm-hmm. like I said, that one week I missed – because of my shoulder, right. but just then, you know, the continuity is very important. You just you get so comfortable playing next to that your fellow O lineman that you just you just know. Sometimes you don't even have to speak; you can just see the defense, you read each other's minds, and it's just like that. You've been playing with Landon for I guess two full years now. Mm-hmm. Are do you guys feel like you're on that page now, where you don't even have yeah. to, to speak to him? You know, where mm-hmm. you can just you've been through so many different situations with him, so many different defensive yeah. line fronts, so many game situations. Do you feel like you've reached that point with him? Yeah, certain, yeah. certain plays, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. So sometimes he just has to point. Great. Nice. He's getting better, too. Oh, 100%. Big Bubba. I, he's a pro bubba too. Yeah. Man. Big Bubba's a pro bowler now, man. I know, my dog. <laughs> That's my dog. He's getting better, I was going to say, at picking up line stunts. Oh, 100%. Yeah, the 100%. line stunts. I see you guys over there working together, yeah, passing try. stuff off. We try and, to, man. Yeah. We try to protect each other with that. You know, it's not always – Likes us to be passing off them games, those yep. stunts, and uh, yeah. But Big Bubba's doing a great job this year. Yeah, all, Big Bubba. All, all five of the starting uh, offensive linemen made the Pro Bowl in some capacity, whether you know right in or alternate. We we do joke about Stoutland U in terms of the nickname and stuff, but really, what's it say about you guys that every single starter bad, on this? Off- awesome, I don't think bro. I've ever seen that. I've never seen that. Certainly here. not. Yeah. You never seen that. I don't, I don't think so. I don't know if another team has ever done it. Jeez. All five starters so, uh, at Pro yeah, Bowl to, to some have degree. All five, yeah, because when I was here, we had good centers. And tackles. But but, but I'm just saying Pro Bowl level. Oh, yeah, we, okay. we didn't have Pro Bowl level centers. Jamal Jackson was good. Oh, I see what you're saying, yeah. Hank Fraley was good as a center. We had uh, both tackles were Pro Bowl caliber guys. And then our guards were Pro Bowl caliber caliber guys yeah. yeah but i don't think all five in one at year the same yeah time. at the same time no I mean, what's yeah, it say about you guys at, in stoutland that you were able to pull that off i think just everyone buying into the the stoutland university process that's a whole different 
process than mm-hmm. than Suriani's process. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to be able to to have these. You know, I guess I don't really. I can't remember what Stout calls it. It's probably a bad student. I mean, I'm a <laughs> bad student example right now. But you got to be able. You got to be able to, to withstand the the standard in that in that uh, O line group. Yeah. It's a high standard, man. You yeah. you look at the past. You got JP, Brandon Brooks. Yeah. Yes, sir. You know these guys are Pro Bowl. All pro, mm-hmm. Hall of Fame, future Hall of Famers. Yeah. Um, and so you just look at that room, man, and man, you gotta you gotta play to that level. And then you go back and look at the left tackle level. Yeah. Um, and the for a lot well, of pros and pro bowls yeah. from before me. We yeah. don't went from we don't went from Trey to JP to Jordan Milano. That's, that's yeah. three straight. That's what I'm saying. Shout out Bear Brooks too, man. <laughs> Shout out Bear Brooks too, man. No, I mean, that, that is what happens when you have a front office and coaching staff that really prioritizes it, though. When you look at yeah. the, the guy he played for, Andy Reid, always prioritize it, and they still do it to, obviously, a, a great degree. They like big guys. They, they, love, they love the offensive line here. Listen, let's take a quick break. I could talk to Jordan all night. We don't even have to go to commercial. <laughs> I'm pretty moving. sure somebody's paying bills around here, so we do have to go to commercial. <laughs> I see you, Pete. What's up, Pete? Oh, man, a great, America's greatest host right there, Pete Cherokee. Owner of the number one sports bar in North America. I get paid for saying that too, Pete. All right, we're back here on 94 WIP in a second. Welcome back to Sports Radio 94 WIP. It is the Chickies and Pete's Players Lounge. We're at Chickies and Pete's in South Philly. Ike Reese, Elliot Short Parks, and the star of Chickie and Pete's Players Lounge, Eagles left tackle Jordan Mailata in the building. Oh, thank you, thank you. Merry Christmas, happy holidays. I brought up Christmas, Jordan. Now, the game was Christmas Eve. I see the lovely family in, in, mm-hmm. in, in town. How was Christmas yesterday for you? It was great. It was great. The uh, fiancé cooked up a lovely meal. Nice. Lovely meal? Lovely Christmas ham. So it's a good quality in a fiancé. Some sides. <laughs> She's awesome. She's great. It's a She's good great. quality. Trust me. <laughs> you, you, you think this guy is marrying someone who can't cook? It's a good point. That's a great point. Yeah, I, it's, a, it's a very good point. It's a great yeah. point. Are you kidding me? And she's beautiful as well, my brother. Mm-hmm. So, um, is this you your got, family's first you got time the up parents in the over? Yeah, it's first time in Philly. Uh, my brother was here earlier. Okay. This March. So it's mom nice. and dad's first time. Mom and dad's first time in Philly. Okay. They ever okay. been in cold like this? No, no, no. <laughs> no. At least they weren't in Chicago a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, trust me. Yeah. Okay. Still oh, pretty bad. It's awesome. You get this out. Now, did you have to be Santa, or did or did they take care of you? In other words, Santa. Okay, you had to be Santa. Santa. You had Santa. to be Santa. Did you get any good Christmas gifts? Anything? Uh, I got a great camera for my fiance. There you go. Great camera. I'm trying to get into photography, you know. Okay. Man, so, you're adding another. You're adding another. Just, just a little, to the little side hustle. Just a little side hustle. Be a photographer. Hire me, hire all me. of that. I like that. I like that. I like that. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. You get a chance to watch. Uh, now on on your day off, like yesterday. Are you a football watcher? Like, are you a fan? Like, yeah. some guys don't watch, watch the it. games. Yeah, I turn I turn on the game. I only okay. watch the uh, the Dolphins and jo- uh, uh, Giants. The, the, the Packers. Packers. Oh, sorry. Drop. You get that, Dan? <laughs> all right. Yeah, it's all good. We got a dump button back there. Don't worry. Yeah. We got it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you, you watch the Dolphins watch game? Yeah. 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 I watch that game. Little NBA. Nah, I can't watch basketball, dude. Not into basketball, huh? Uh, I used to be uh, okay. before I before I came here. Okay. What, what what changed? The Sixers aren't that bad. I know they lost in the second round. <laughs> come on, now it's not yeah, because come of the Sixers. I just can't watch <laughs> basketball yeah. in general. Yeah, just okay. can't watch it. I eh? not just, physical enough for you. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. 
right, maybe. Well, listen, today's game is just shooting three-pointers and free throws anyway. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty much what it exactly. is. E, what you do uh, Christmas? Well, so I was not in Dallas, unfortunately. I spent the, uh, the did Christmas. You know, hold on. Did you notice he wasn't in the locker room? I did notice. You did notice? notice? Okay, yeah. Because yeah. he's probably the best dressed. Well, it, was, it was like empty. Yeah, there was, was not like, a lot of people. Where is everyone? I was oh, going through really? my checklist. It was not a good head. look for the, the, the writing core. I'm not so going to lie. Yeah. Core didn't show a, a, lot, a lot of us seemed to dip out on that trip. Wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I did not know that. You know, I'm not going to lie. Watching the game on the big TV at home wasn't, uh, wasn't that, that bad. Wasn't that yeah. bad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As fun as it is to talk to you after the game, uh, don't, let, don't let my boss hear that. I definitely got to go to the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl, exactly, yeah. yes. But no, I went down to North Carolina, drove back today. Uh, got to spend it with the, uh, the family as well. He so drove back. Nice. He That's drove back. Jeff, Carolina just for you. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm sorry, dog. I'm sorry <laughs> I pulled your wife and the family. Nah. Had How to do that? it. Sacrifices, man. Hey, exactly. This is your life. You chose it. That's a good point. It could <laughs> be worse. So, Jordan, which uh, what year were you drafted? 18 or 19? 18. So you were drafted in 18. Yeah. So you got to play one year with Nick Foles. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he's starting boy, tonight, isn't he? Boy, yeah. tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I played two years. Did you get two years? Because he was there in 19, too. Was Nick here in 19? Yeah, he was. 18 and 19. You don't remember when he when uh, well 18, 18 was the year you guys went to the playoffs at the very end, mm-hmm. right? No, nineteen uh, that was just Carson when you guys won the last four divisional games, yes. right? Foles was here, was he? No, you're talking about uh, Josh McCown. Josh McCown was twenty twenty. Same so. guy. Josh McCown was twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure. Damn. That that's the oh, No, no, 19. You're right. You're right. 19. Jalen was 2020. That's when all hell broke Oh, yeah, you're right. That's right. That is right. Yeah. Man, you know what? pandemic year. I promise Shoot. there's not another city that knows the backup quarterbacks like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, it's a big deal nice. around here. Man, the big deal fans care, bro. The fans care. That's what I love about yeah. this city. Gardner seems to have the good attitude to be a backup here, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, even last week talking to him, yeah. uh, getting ready for the stage, he seems to uh, mm-hmm. just you know, he's not afraid of the spotlight, I guess I should say. He's not afraid. I think everybody who's on this team, you know, if, if they're not a starter, they kind of like have ex- – and this might sound a bit, bit negative to say, but I don't think so because I, this is what I know. Mm-hmm. Everybody accepted the process. Everybody understands their role. Yeah. Right. You know? Well, we, we all understand our role. Oh, yeah. And this is something that Sirianni spoke about before the season started during camp. Come see me. We'll talk about your role. Yeah. So, you know, I think everybody – and that was for starters, too. Starters, we all have a role. I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say is we're all role players. Oh, no. But, see, here's the thing, though. I, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, 100%. And, and I, I was a role player for nine years. And if I'd have been unhappy, disgruntled, I wouldn't yeah. have been here. And I wouldn't have lasted as long as I did. Nor would I have been a part of some of the teams that I was a part of that eventually went to the Super Bowl. So right. so having someone be able to look at the big picture and say, you know what, mm-hmm. we got a good thing going here. I want to be a part of this. And everybody can't be a starter, and some people have to play a little bit less of a role, but it doesn't mean your role isn't important. Isn't it as important, yeah. Exactly. That's, well, that's what I'm saying. And that's the mindset. Thank yes, you. that's Thank the you. mindset it, you got to have, man. It seems like this coaching staff does a great job being honest with the players. Because yes. Sirianni has talked about this. Uh, I'll use Quez Watkins, for example. He said before the year, he talked to Quez about, look, AJ's here now. Your role is going to change. And so Quez is very aware each week what, what, what's going to be expected of him. And I think that's good just in general because I think when it becomes a business, honesty can co- go out the window a little bit. Yep. It seems like this coaching staff is very honest with you guys about what to expect. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's a great point to bring up. You know, he's very honest. Very, th- this coaching staff is very direct. I mean, 
I, I knew that just because Stouts are very direct and honest. Yeah. 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 You probably, that. So you probably got the one guy. Yeah, yeah, Office of uh, line coaches yeah. usually are pretty. And, yeah, and, he, and he says, like, I do that because I care about you. I love yeah. you, and I want you to hear it from me because mm. I'm your coach. And yep. if I tell you something else, and you, you know, you're not going to get better. Right. So. All right, so we move on from Dallas. Mm. New Orleans Saints. It's been three weeks since you guys have played at the link. That's a long time to be away. I can't wait to come home. Yeah, yeah, man. So the link will be rocking Sunday, New Year's Day. You guys still have the opportunity, if you win, when you win, to be the number one seed and get a bye week. So mm. you still have all your goals in front of you. Right. Have you had a chance to take a peek at the Saints? or Did we play the Saints last year? Yeah, yeah, we did. We did play the Saints last year, yeah. so you get got a yeah, little bit did. of familiarity yeah. with they, them. They won too. Yeah, yeah we won. Yeah, no, Jalen yeah. doesn't lose to the Saints. Yeah, no, Jalen's yeah. two and zero against. Well, I guess <laughs> so, you'd be two and zero too. Then. Yes. So, anything about that Saints defense that sort of sticks we, out to you? Well, I, well, yeah. Well, oh, I guess in, yeah, no, in no, no, eighteen no. you would have lost, but two and zero. Yeah, well, we played them in twenty twenty. Yeah, that was Jalen's first start. Remember, he came in. Yeah, he runs all over him each time. Did it last year. Get him years mixed up. Yeah. Obviously. Oh, yeah. I'm with I you. I think we're all now. doing it right now. Too much eggnog. Cam, over is the it last Cam Jordan? Yeah. Cam, Cam Jordan, Cam right? Jordan, Cam yeah. Jordan, the defensive end for yep. New Orleans. Yeah. He's a pretty good guy. I mean, <laughs> good dude. could be a future Hall of Famer. I mean, he, he's, could be. he's not as loud and boisterous as some defensive ends that do a lot of self promoting. But if you look at his numbers, I believe he has over 100 sacks or oh, close yeah. to it. So He's a great player. Yeah, he's de- definitely a great player. You, when you get a chance to go up against guys like that, mm-hmm. I'm just wondering. You, you, you get a little, little excited about that, Me, meaning that here's an opportunity for me up against a guy who you have a lot of respect for. Yeah, during the week, your, your head's like that. Like, oh, it's going to be a great opportunity to see where I'm really at. Um, but then in the game, you don't really, <laughs> in the game, you don't you really think, think that. You don't have time it, yes. to think about that. You yeah. just have time to, what is the play? What is the cadence? Yep. Okay, what is the technique? And you got to go execute. That, that, that little process that I do. And that's pretty much what everybody does. Keeps you, know, you in your keeps you in keeps your, you trying to you know, focused, yep. trying to keep you focused on the on the main priority and win the down, win the drive, win the game. How many years into the league do you think it took you to get there? Because I'll be honest, I'm sitting here thinking, oh yeah, you guys will beat the Saints and then you can focus on the playoffs. Like, how, what what was the moment in your career where you said, you know what? All right, this is how I want to attach each week and not look ahead to, you know, might, what might be, um, you know, in the future with the playoffs and, you know, potentially the Super Bowl? Um, so my red shirt years, 18 and 19, that's what I call them, the red, the red shirt, shirt years. years yeah. yeah. Um, kind of was. <clears throat> it really was. Yeah. And um, the be- beautiful thing that Stout did for me was he told me to prepare like a starter, even though I was on IR. Mm-hmm. I went to every meeting, went to every walkthrough, went to every practice, and he kept reiterating prepare like a starter so he made me yeah. have a process when i was on ir my red shirt years yeah so that once i was on the roster once the next year came it was normal to me because i had already formulated a process so i think those two years were very pivotal in my transformation as a football player mm-hmm. I, i've never got a chance to, to ask you this i'm curious you talk about your two red shirt years looking back on it now now that you're on the other side mm. Do you think it took longer than you expected, shorter than you expected? I'm just curious, you know, when you entered the process, did you think, all right, you know what, I'll have two years here where I have to learn, or how'd the process go, quicker, shorter, Look, looking back on it? Yeah, I think, uh, I think I wanted the process to be a little faster. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's just... Competitive nature. Trying, yeah, competitive yeah. nature. I wanted it to be faster. Yeah, I wanted to pick up the game faster. But of course, yeah. Big believer in everything happens for a reason, mm-hmm. so I think everything 
was, was perfect the way it happened. Well, for what it's worth, going from never playing to being one of the best tackles <laughs> in the league in two years isn't ex isn't exactly a, uh, say that's a long a, process. That's a pretty yeah. fast process. Yeah, so, some guys play for way longer, and, uh, you know, so I, I, I would think the process worked out just fine. <laughs> Thank you. We'll see. We'll see what kind of legacy. We'll, we'll see if you beat the, the Saints on Sunday. Then we'll yeah. see if the. Don't uh, worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, going going down, uh, traveling down memory lane, I still remember when they drafted you, man, and the highlights came yeah. up. Yeah. Said, what the? And I'm like, everyone's like, they got a running back in the seventh <laughs> round. Yeah. Exactly. So I thought I was playing running yeah. back too. Yeah. It was funny because I'm like, well, we got a pretty big running back right there. I'm like, no, he's a left tackle, man. I'm like, huh? Yeah, okay. Hey, left tackle. Is that yeah. a typo? Is that a typo? Because this guy's uh, running through people right now. And it's kind of crazy you you don't have a carry yet. Yeah. Worked out pretty good, yeah, though, man. man. Listen. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, happy new year to you. If we don't see you next Monday, I'm sure it'll be the following Monday. Same thing to your wonderful family as thank well, you. man. Thank you, brother. Hey, thank you for having me here again. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Appreciate man. All right, man, we're out of here. We got Monday Night Football coming up next. Nikki Six is coming up next to get a W right here on 94 WIP.